On a balmy Christmas day in 1992, in Jacksonville, Florida, a radiant brunette with lively brown eyes reveled in the joy of watching her three-year-old son unwrap his gifts. Meanwhile, her husband, Michael, observed the heartwarming spectacle through the lens of a video camera, immortalizing the precious moments. This was the family they had always dreamed of, a picturesque snapshot of holiday bliss. Yet, as the old adage warns, nothing good lasts forever. Merely two weeks after this idyllic scene unfolded, the tranquility of their lives was shattered. Bonnie Haim, the cheerful mother, would inexplicably vanish. Little did they know that it would take 21 agonizing years before the truth emerged, a truth that had been hiding in plain sight all along. In the intervening years, the elusive answers lingered, subtly challenging the veneer of normalcy that the family had once known. The unsettling revelation, when it finally surfaced, was a stark reminder that sometimes the truth stares us in the face, camouflaged amid the ordinary moments we take for granted. Situated in the scenic panhandle, the charming city of Jacksonville, Florida, beckons with its agreeable weather, proximity to beaches, and unmistakable southern charm. In the early 1990s, this vibrant locale was a haven where people reveled in sinking coins into arcade games or relishing a night at the drive-in movie theater. Within this idyllic setting, Michael and Bonnie Haim chose to build their home. The couple, blessed with attractiveness and accompanied by their three-year-old son, Aaron, led seemingly comfortable lives. Michael, serving as the manager of his family's construction supply company, navigated the professional realm, while Bonnie diligently managed the books. However, after five years of marital bliss, subtle fractures began to mar the facade of happiness. It became increasingly apparent that trouble lurked in their personal paradise. Michael's aunt, Evie-Ann, courageously disclosed the distressing truth, alleging that her nephew was not only verbally, but also physically abusive towards Bonnie. She vividly recounted an incident where an enraged Michael callously slammed a car door on Bonnie's hand. As the police delved into Bonnie's mysterious disappearance, suspicions of foul play loomed large. Michael emerged as a potential suspect, being the last person to have seen her alive. The grim narrative painted a picture of a violent husband, regularly subjecting his wife to abuse. Yet as the investigation unfolded, law enforcement would soon discover that Bonnie was not resigned to enduring Michael's maltreatment indefinitely. Instead, she had been silently orchestrating her escape. The investigation brought to light a clandestine move by Bonnie Heim. She had discreetly opened a secret bank account ensuring that the statements were mailed to her workplace to avoid Michael's knowledge. Regrettably, Michael uncovered the existence of this account and insisted that she close it. Facing pressure, Bonnie complied with Michael's demand and closed the account. However, her determination to escape his clutches remained undeterred. Drawing from the lessons of a past savings account where the paper trail had betrayed her intentions, Bonnie resolved not to take any risks in a strategic move, she entrusted a friend to safeguard her money as she diligently saved, 
meticulously avoiding leaving any trace. Utilizing part of the funds, Bonnie secured an apartment by placing a deposit, solidifying her commitment to the plan. This narrative found validation in the belief held by Bonnie's own family. They were convinced that she had chosen to run away, a conviction that lent credibility to the unfolding theory. While Michael's aunt and uncle harbored the conviction that he had killed his wife, Bonnie's father, Robert Pasciutto, maintained a divergent perspective. He steadfastly believed that his daughter had left, asserting Michael's complete innocence. The notion that the young mother would willingly abandon her toddler son was something they simply could not fathom. On the night Bonnie Hyam disappeared, January 6, 1992, based on the information available, this is our understanding of what likely transpired. Bonnie Haim, in a state of emotional distress, wept softly. Tears had become a familiar companion, as it felt like crying had become a routine in her life. She had reached the painful realization that her marriage to Michael was a failure, yet a sense of entrapment lingered. Despite her plans to escape with her son Aaron, the process seemed agonizingly slow, pushing her to the brink of endurance. In the midst of attempting to collect her thoughts, Michael's yelling echoed in the background. Bonnie, feeling overwhelmed, seized her keys, intending to head to Michael's Aunt Evan's house to assist with preparations for a baby shower. Michael's behavior that night was unbearable, prompting Bonnie to call Evan amidst her sobs, informing her that she wouldn't be able to make it due to a quarrel with Michael. Concerned, Evan inquired about the situation, and Bonnie, through her tears, revealed the ongoing fight. Following that call, Bonnie Heim fell silent forever. Later that night, Michael contacted his mother, Carolyn, requesting her to babysit her grandson, Aaron, asserting that he and Bonnie had engaged in a heated argument and she had driven off into the night. The following day, Bonnie Heim failed to show up for work and Michael Heim was conspicuously absent from his workplace as well. Michael had been an abusive husband for years, often escaping the consequences of his actions. However, this time, he had crossed a line, a point of no return, and panic had set in. Faced with the aftermath of his actions, Michael crafted the only plausible narrative he could muster. He planned to assert that Bonnie had left him, running away after a heated argument and never returning. The problem was that people knew Bonnie, knew she would never abandon her son. Despite this, it was the best story he could fabricate. In a desperate move, Michael called his mother to come watch over his son, Aaron, as he attempted to tie up loose ends. A crucial misstep was revealed when Bonnie's purse was discovered in a dumpster behind a red roof in Modal. Mikhail had neglected to remove her cash and credit cards and oversight that seemed inconsistent with the behavior of a common thief who would typically take such valuable items. Michael drove Bonnie's car to Jacksonville Airport, where the police eventually located it. Inside the car, they found a shoe print matching an unpopular shoe brand he wore. The investigative net was tightening, but the decisive push off the metaphorical scaffold would come from an unexpected and unlikely source.
Daddy hurt mommy. Daddy shot mommy. Daddy placed mommy in a timeout. Daddy could not wake her up. These were the chilling words spoken by three-year-old Aaron Haim to social worker Brenda Metters in 1993. Michael Haim had committed the unthinkable act of murdering his wife with his own son as a traumatized witness. Aaron Haim, adopted and haunted by memories for over two decades, bore witness to his mother's tragic murder at the hands of his father. In a twist of irony, he emerged victorious in a wrongful death lawsuit against his father, eventually being granted ownership of his childhood home, the very place where his mother was last seen. During renovations of the property, a gruesome discovery unfolded. A fragment of Bonnie Haim's skull was found in the pool. This macabre revelation became a pivotal piece of evidence. In April of 2019, Michael Haim faced trial and the jury deliberated for less than two hours before delivering a verdict of guilty on second-degree murder charges. His sentence? Life in prison.